All right, welcome to episode number three of the 2x4 Student Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, we got Christopher and so, Macy. Hello. How's everybody doing? Good. 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 Uh, we are on recording uh, this week on a Sunday morning. So talk about your weekend. What did you do? Um, did you have plans? Did you make plans? Did you sleep? What would you do? You want to say? Um, sure. On... Friday, that's when my weekend started. My friend slept over, so we hung out. It was fun. Um, she painted some rad shoes for me, so yes. I got those. Those are crazy, amazing shoes. Yeah, I those. W- this is <laughs> I one of those times I could see. <laughs> I wish we had a video podcast so you could see uh, these shoes. Maybe one I was thinking about. I was thinking about posting a picture of them. All right, so I'll do that. Check out those shoes. You know what else we could do? We could also put it on our. Southsiders Instagram because yeah, you know it's sure. a South a Southside student there painted we go. that so that's true so uh, go to Instagram uh, search Southsiders and you'll find a picture of these shoes they're pretty crazy <laughs> all right so keep talking and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it right now oh okay cool um so we hung out and then the next day was my birthday Saturday um so I had cake we went to multiple yard sales we went to like 15 of them something like that a lot of yard sales and then um at the yard sales i got two sweaters um earrings that look like strawberries because like why not and then and then i got two chia pets one um shaped like bob ross bob ross (laughs) the (laughs) paint yeah okay um and then for my birthday, I got um, a hammock and Pimsler, not a sponsor, but wish it was. Um, and I'm going to the Dominican Republic, so those were my, that was like included in my presents. So I got that. And I think that was, oh, we went to the Cheesecake Factory, which was good because it was my first time. I got red velvet cheesecake. It was great. Um, Chris, are you a cheesecake guy? Not really. I don't think I've ever had cheesecake. What? That's a problem. Cheesecake is my favorite. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's good, but I just haven't had it. <sighs> All right. Maybe one day. Maybe how? one day. Maybe how? One wait, day. Chris, how old are you? 17. 17 years old, you never had cheesecake. That's Apparently crazy. I've lived that is life. crazy. All right, well. Maybe one day. We need to disciple you in the ways of Cheesecake Factory. We'll record an episode in the Cheesecake yes, Factory. Yes, although it, I, I will say it was really kind of loud. I mean, they had the okay, music cranking and the place was packed. Anyway. Never right. mind, we're not recording from Cheesecake No, we're not going to record there. No. All right, what about what about your weekend, Chris? Uh, my Friday night was spent uh, studying for the SAT. Man, you know how to get down. Uh, it was a good time. Friday night. It was, it was night. a straight-up party. Um, and then Saturday morning was the SAT, which was another straight up party. Ooh, how'd that go? How'd you feel? It went okay. Last year I fell asleep during it, so this was an improvement. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. That was, well, at least you didn't sleep this time. Well, no, no, I didn't fall. I, I fell asleep during the break. Oh, okay. So not okay. during the actual test. Okay. That, that's that, good. That, it would have been bad if it was the actual that's test. Good. But no, I, I fell asleep during the break. Okay. Um, and then Saturday night I went to Manchester's prom, which was really fun. Who'd you go with? 
uh, Alyssa and Winter and a few. Uh, oh, very nice, very nice. Um, yes, prom weekend for a couple schools. It was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, and it was kind of different from my prom. Like it was, uh, like instead of a band, they had a DJ, which was a little different, but I liked mm-hmm. it. All right. So it was a good time. Good. All right. And then today I'm here. All right. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, my weekend was much like Macy's weekend as we were as we were together a lot. I imagine. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so. Uh, today, we're going to dive into the issue of conflict, which is inevitable, I feel like. Yeah. If you're living and breathing and interacting with other human beings, you're going to have conflict. So the best way to handle conflict. All right, everybody has kind of like a default setting when conflict arises. Um, there is um, avoid slash run away. Uh, I don't know. The first cousin of that might be pretend nothing's wrong. Um you know, you could you could try and laugh it off. You could um, you could go right into it, like head first, try and deal with it. And there's, I don't know, probably a dozen other ways to deal with conflict. So, what would be your default setting? Either one of you guys. I would probably pretend it's not happening. Okay. Chris. I don't treat every conflict the same. For me, it depends on the conflict. Mm-hmm. Um. I think some part of me assigns degrees of severity to conflict, mm-hmm. and depending on that, I'll address it differently. Okay. I think it's rare for me to straight up run away from a conflict. Okay. Though. All right. Um, how have you seen um, conflict handled? Just in your, you know, you whether you're if you're not directly involved, you see it around you. So, what are different ways that you've seen it handled? I've seen it handled like really dramatically, like making it more than it should be. Okay. I've made it, I've seen it like people like, like I sometimes do like pretend it's not there and just like, but there's like some tension. So mm-hmm. like people know that something's going on, but like they're both like pretending that nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen like serious, like sit down conversations like that people are having like about conflict between them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris, what about you? I think same on all three fronts. It tends to be one of those three, either people ignore the conflict or they'll pretend it's not happening or they'll approach the conflict, but they'll do it in a way that makes the problem worse Wow. or that kind of stokes the fire. Okay. Um, or they'll sit down and have a discussion about it yeah. in a way that addresses it properly. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, um, there's a lot of different ways to handle conflict, but... Um, can you think of an example or an individual, I mean, you don't have to tell us who they are if you don't want to, but um, that you would say, I saw that handled well. Like that conflict was, I think, was was taken care of in a, in a positive way. Can you think of an example? Um, okay, uh, Chris, you go, because I can't um, think of. Sorry. Well, I have to think. I think the okay. unfortunate reality is in high school, those people are much deeper in the minority than they are in any majority. Yeah. Um, is there while you're thinking? Is there any? Um, is there any venue in your high school setting where conflict resolution is taught? Like I just know there's like some classes where you kind of learn like some kind of life skills, but is it is it integrated into the education atmosphere at all? I'd hesitate to say yes outright maybe in in some aspects okay but, but neither of you have experienced that overtly not at no. all okay that's okay i'm gonna if if the 
school system had a suggestion box, I would put that in there. Conflict like resolution. In, yeah, conflict resolution integrated into curriculum as a life skill. In my point yeah. of view, it's mostly, like, it kind of seems, like, implied that, like, conflict should be ignored. Hmm. It, you mean, like, in the education system yeah. or in your sphere of friends or? Like, in the education system. Okay. So conflict should be maybe just, like, sweep it under like, the rug. Like, maybe, like, addressed, but then, like, they're not going to, like, fix the problem. Mm -hmm. They're just going to, like let it simmer down. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, well, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of um, create on the fly. We're going to create simple, um, eh, let's say three steps, because that's cliche, uh, three-step <laughs> process to conflict resolution. Okay. okay? So um, between the two of you, let's come up with what you, what your opinion would say, what would be step number one of conflict resolution? Acknowledge the problem. All right. Yes. Let's let's point at it and say <laughs> yeah. that is there a problem. There is I mean, a problem. Right. Here. Like if you you know, if you trip and you hurt your arm, mm -hmm. you're not going to fix your arm by pretending your arm's not hurt. Mm -hmm. Your your arm injury doesn't care whether or not you think it's there. It's yeah. still there. Right. So at some point you're going to have to say, okay, well yeah, my arm's hurt. Maybe mm -hmm. I should do something about it. That's a good mm -hmm. analogy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it's hanging on by a couple of veins there, so I yeah, might want to do um, something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so ignoring is, well, let's just say outright, ignoring is not ever really an effective solution or For effective really approach. really anything. Although, mm -hmm. although it's understandable. And from what, what I'm yeah. hearing from you guys, it's actually a pretty employed, it's kind of the go-to strategy. Eh, just ignore it. Hopefully it'll, people will forget or it'll go away or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So step one acknowledge that there is a problem okay step two if we need to add steps it's okay too but what would you say is step two i think discussing it is the next step like confronting that person and like talking about it with them okay and like a um mature way all right not like no. arguing right and like talking over each other okay so yeah i think we have to define qualify what a mature way is yeah so I would say even for the people in the minority who don't avoid the problem, mm -hmm. even then there's an even smaller group of people who address it the right way. Like there's a lot of people who will attack the problem, mm -hmm. but they'll do it by attacking. Yeah. And that, that'll just increase the conflict, make, make whatever problem it is worse. Right. Um, so you have to be intentional about approaching the conflict. I would say calmly. Uh, yeah, I would say calmly, not accusatory. Mm -hmm. I think when you go in that's, uh, approaching a problem with an accusatory way, people are just going to be defensive, mm -hmm. and then nothing will get done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So coming at it from a kind of a humble, um, seeking to under understand kind of angle. Yeah. All right, Macy, what, what would you add to step number two? Um... I want to like, what's the word? Like, it's really important that you like can see through the other person's point of view. Mm, that's good. Like, you can like, you need to give yourself time to like calm down before mm -hmm. you talk to this person. Maybe right. that can be another step. Yeah. Like, just like time to like be able to like have the ability to understand how they may feel about it mm -hmm. or like 
listen to their side of the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. One of the ways that I've that I found is the best way to gain someone's trust and respect is to be a good listener toward them and really try and put yourself in their position. So Macy, what you're saying, I think is a really critical step that we need to squeeze in there somewhere. So step one, we had acknowledge there's a problem and then maybe step like one a, give it some time (laughs) to, for emotions to kind of deescalate and to think through how this person might be feeling um, or what their, perspective on the situation might be okay and then um step two would be going to them in a way that is mature healthy um constructive okay all right um let's go for step three then what would be step three finding a solution to the problem okay and resolving it okay yeah what would what do you think would be included to that and just think of like a you know, maybe an example that you've been through and what would be included in finding a solution to the problem? Trying to find a solution uh, where both parties or all parties, however many there are, feel like they're equally being heard or respected Mm -hmm. in in the way the solution is being carried out. Mm -hmm. Um, Making sure that the solution properly reflects the actual problem Mm -hmm. as opposed to just kind of dodging around it yeah you know yeah um because sometimes there's a temptation to just let the solution be don't ask don't tell yeah or just pretend it never happened or something yeah or or addressing just a symptom and not the actual source of the problem is another thing too okay so yeah making sure the solution is actually conducive for addressing the origin of the problem okay all right um yeah a couple a couple things that a couple things that that come to mind um that some instruction that we get uh in the bible first of all there's a there's a wonderful very direct verse that says as long as it is up to you or as much as it is up to you be at peace with all men and uh, i really love the first part of that because it gives us kind of a not an not an out um but it just lets us know that we can only do what we can do. Yeah. You can go to somebody and say, hey, I really feel like there's something between us and I don't want it to be that way. And they may say, you know, forget you. I don't really care how you feel. I'm mad. I'm going to stay mad. Well, I think you've I think you've fulfilled what you can do in the conflict resolution between that person. I mean, you've 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 addressed it. You've come to them humbly. Another uh, scripture that comes to mind is when Jesus was was talking about when you go to a party, um, don't take the place of honor. Don't take the place of the center of attention. Take the lower seat. Take the humble position. uh, And then when the person who's in charge of the party comes, they'll elevate you. They will put you in the in the seat of honor. Yeah. Um, and I think he was referring to like a, like a banquet or like, I think I always thought of like a wedding reception or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think coming into a situation when you um, aren't looking to be proven right, or you aren't looking to win an argument, but you're looking to just try and get past the situation so that those, you know, those ties can be mended. Um, is really critical. And then the last one that I that I was thinking of was when um, Jesus said, "When you when you when you come to bring your offering, and you remember that you have 
a conflict with a brother or sister, go and solve it. Yeah, leave your offering. Don't get, don't give your offering. Go and be reconciled with that person, and then, and then come, come back. back. Yeah, come back and make your offering. So, being at peace with people and conflict resolution, it seems to be pretty important to Jesus. And so, those of us who follow him should be pretty important to us yeah. uh, as well. Well, um, this is all this is all good stuff. I'm I'm glad for the. For the steps that we let's let's review before we wrap before we wrap up. Uh, step one: point to the problem, acknowledge, acknowledge that it. there's a problem, don't ignore it. Yeah. Uh, step one: a. Give it some time. Give it some time so you're not reacting emotionally, and um, try and try and see things from the other person's perspective. Uh, that was step one: a. Uh, step two: go to the person you're in conflict with, mm-hmm. with like a health in a healthy attitude. In a mature attitude, in a humble attitude, yes. Uh, and then step three: work with them to um, whether there needs to be an apology or forgiveness or an explanation or you know anything along those lines. Yeah, being reconciled to that person. Well, there's only about a million different ways that anybody could put into practice, but conflict. If you're not in it now. You will be. Probably tomorrow. You'll be in some kind of conflict. So I think this is really good practical help. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up here. Thanks for joining us uh, for episode three of the 2x4 podcast. Thanks, Chris and Macy, for being here. And we will catch you all next time. See you. Bye.